Hey there, and welcome to another episode of The Buck Starts Here. Today we got the Buckster in the house. We're talking about opportunity costs. What you got for us, Buck? Yeah, we got a lot of opportunities that we hadn't. We, we take a little bit of time off here lately, haven't we? A little bit. So, apologize. Santa Claus is about to come. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fitting in real good <laughs> right now. But opportunity cost. Um, opportunity cost defined is when you have two choices uh, to make and the scarcity of your funds only allow you to make one of them. Mm. Um, so a lot of times in economics, um, you'll see that opportunity and cost and scarcity go hand in hand. But in the real world, most of the time, most people have to make a choice on what they're going to do financially. Um, if it's buy a new car and buy a new house, well, most of us have to make, you know, am I going to buy the new house or am I going to buy the car? We can't do both. Right. Um, usually the opportunity cost is is defined in, in business terms, but I think that's where we fail a lot of times because we need to do it personally too. So in other words, if I have, um, have $5,000 and I want to go buy, let's just say a, a John boat, I can go buy that John boat for $5,000 and, you know, it's not going to appreciate over time. Right. It's going to be a, a loss. Yeah, I'll have some good enjoyment of hanging out on the river. You Me know, too. And, go and, buy it. Right. And, <laughs> but see, here's what, we don't, here's what we don't think about with opportunity cost. Another, um, uh, another level of it or another effect of it is to have that $5,000, we really had to make about $7,000 to be able to hold 5000 because of taxes. Yeah. So really, if you made 7000 well, you received $5,000 of it, and then you chose to use that um, because it's your choice right. what you do with it. And I, you can go buy that boat, or you can look at your money from a future standpoint. Now, that's what Warren Buffett was so successful at doing. Yeah. Warren Buffett knew that years ago he saw a dollar, and when he saw a dollar, he used like Benjamin Franklin where it says a penny saved is a penny earned. Yep. Well, really, that's false because a penny saved is more like two or three pennies earned in time. Mm. So um, I guess he meant that if he picked up a penny off the ground that he didn't belong to him, that a penny saved is a penny that he didn't have. Right. But in this opportunity cost stuff, if you took, say, for instance, $1, $1 in 10 years from today would be worth about $2.75. Well, if you fast forward 25 to 30 years, that $1 will be about $10.75. So the opportunity cost by choosing to buy the $5,000 boat versus $5,000 and put up for 25 to 30 years your opportunity cost went from five thousand dollars with the boat in your hand and in the 30 years the boat is not worth five hundred dollars right to ultimately losing out on the five thousand dollars that would possibly be 10 times yep. in 30 years so yeah i think most people you know it's hard to tell herself no it is um you know everybody nowadays has just got multiple toys mm -hmm. and a boat's a toy um they don't think about the future you know um no they, they they 
they don't want to miss the opportunity that self i guess um having a, a product that you can buy today and oh it'll, it'll have so much fun i can go spend time on the lake and you can justify it family well, time. It's family time you can really it'll get you out of church so it's, it's it has these things that you know it's it's fun for now <clears throat> but here's the deal opportunity um we don't want to miss today's opportunity but the opportunity of the future is so much greater and uh, that's where we that's where the opportunity cost um that's where it really should be called opportunity lost yeah. instead of opportunity cost but opportunities are sometimes they're disguised as problems because who who wants to say okay i'm gonna put this money up and i'm gonna revisit it in 10 15 20 30 years right nobody wants to do that most people want to burn a hole in their pocket and they want to get rid of it before they even got it yeah but um if you look at it, that most opportunities are are disguised as problems, um, and there are going to be problems with that. <clears throat> opportunities where you can invest in something may look like, mm, I don't know, I'm not going to do that right now. Right. But it seems to me, and it's people that I've studied that, that take that risk, they stay with a plan, and they do it. They don't give up on it. Yeah. So they don't make the, the the decisions that most people make with um, with their choices, and we all got one or two choices to do. Yeah. We can do choice A, we can do choice B. Well, you know, I've had a boat. You've got boats, had boats that you spend that money in it, and then you know, in that initial purchase, we're not thinking about okay. On top of this, every time, every year, uh, there's insurance cost. There's gas. There's all these other costs on top of just the initial purchase that, you know, cost even more money. So to say I spent $5,000 on a boat, well, you did, but you, you're going to spend a lot more than that when it's all said and done. Yes, we know what boat stands for. <laughs> Break out another 1000 Yeah, baby. So, so you're going to spend money. But, hey, you know, you can – I know you got to live. I mean, you can't uh, – you got to have that balance. I mean, you do want to save um, a good percentage of, of your money that you can, but you don't want to also, you don't want to live like a hermit no. where you don't go nowhere. Yeah, you you know. want to have fun. It's all in perspective. We've talked about this on a previous podcast, but, you know, we've, we've got to, now you and I are in our 40s, but uh, we've got kids that are coming up that are getting ready to get out of college, and it's, it's about perspective. You know, there's going to be opportunities for them that could set them up very well uh, in the things that they're doing out of college. But they've got to understand that, you know, um, that they can't just go out and purchase everything they want. That's right. You know, and then get themselves in just crazy debt, no matter how much money they're making a year. Um, you know, be smart in the decisions. I, I tell Noah, it's not about not having things. It's about putting them in perspective mm-hmm. and, you know, um, pay off this. And then if you want this, get this. Don't don't lump all this stuff together. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having stuff. That's right. We say it all the time. Just make sure the stuff doesn't have you. And you don't want to be stressed out to the max figuring out how you're going to pay for stuff, especially when it's uh, wants and not needs. Right. Well, here's a little. Here's a little. Um, I'm gonna read this. Just come. I come across it um, a couple of weeks ago, and I just refreshed my memory here. But it, this this quote right here is from uh, Tommy Newberry's book "Success Is Not an Accident," 
And he makes a statement that more than 60% of Americans, six out of 10, who live in the richest, most abundant civilization in history, that's the current place we find ourselves, will retire with little or no savings and will become dependent on a so-called entitlements for survival because of the opportunity choices that they made. They chose not to do what they did. So 60% of our, our, say for instance, when we become 65, 60% of the people, six out of every 10, will have to be relying on uh, entitlements, the government, which we know their ability to take care of things. (laughs) And they can't even take care of the roads around here. (laughs) We're going to rely on that because of a choice. That's a sovereign thought. You know, we live in a overall a rich society and uh, we're spending every dime we make and, you know, we're living as if we we won't see 60, 65 years, 70 years old. Uh, we're just spinning it up. That's and right. And, you know, six out of ten, that's a great day. Six out of ten. And these facts, I can keep on reading these facts, too. It's, it's currently what we're experiencing right now, uh, Christian and non-Christian. Yeah. 49% of marriages end in a divorce. That's um, heavily cost yeah. on an opportunity cost. Right. Um, more than 80% of people working today would rather be in another line of work, so we're not happy doing what we're doing. Yeah. So we're probably not saving, um, because if you're not happy doing what you're doing, you're probably barely getting by. Right. Um, one out of three Americans will get cancer, and two out of five will suffer from heart disease. So, you know, choices. Right. You know, the fried chicken's good. Mm, so good so good but it's a choice do we take care of ourselves or we don't take care of ourselves right you know so we we take care of our marriage or we don't take care of our marriage yeah and it, you know in the latter years um there's a difference between you know wanting to go out to wally world and work just because you're bored at home and having to go to wally world to work because you didn't say that's right that's a big difference it is so the opportunity rises and the opportunity can leave us but the bottom line is when you have the choice of one or two or a or b think through these things and always always seek out what the opportunity cost is from doing one or the other yep don't spend a day what you can save to tomorrow All right, there you go. There's another episode of The Buck Starts Here. We'll see you back here next week. Same time, different topic.